all greetings to me. Uh, it's October 9th, and uh, the manuscript is coming along. But uh, I did get a letter in the mail today from the publisher. So uh, I tore it open, and it had a short letter inside. It read, Warren, not my name, but I guess closer to Werther than some of the other things I've been called. Warren. After the team convened this week, we decided that in order to make sure things turned out urban enough, the following words should appear in the book. Then there's a second sheet of paper in there uh, with a bunch of words on it, and a bunch of them are crossed out, and there's weird notes I can't read, and a bunch of different handwriting and different colors. And uh, then at the end, kind of in this box, maybe a quarter of one side of the sheet is uh, the finalized list in a very tidy handwriting. I assume they had whoever could do the best handwriting come in and do that. So I've got this list now. And I mean, it's sort of fine. You know, this sort of thing is kind of normal in a novelization situation. It's not totally unusual to be writing about something. You know, you're writing about a movie that hasn't been made yet, right? So you can't watch it. So sometimes the things that are being described in the script aren't really uh, threaded out that well. So it, it it's a little confusing, right? And uh, normally what you would have to do is like read the entire script all the way through and then you can kind of get it and then you go back through and you're like, all right, I think I understand now what's happening. But once in a while, you just get... I wrote a few chapters for the uh, Johnny Mnemonic movie novelization before they gave it to that bastard Terry Bisson, which I get. He was pretty hot at that time because he did the virtuosity book. And uh, to be honest, though, I was glad to turn it over <laughs> because like I, I did not understand this script at all. It was talking about Keanu Reeves and he had like a hole in his head and he was jacking off or jacking on or jacking in or something. And he had a computer in his head. And, or a floppy disk in his head or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Which is probably a big part of why my chapters didn't make the cut. I mean, I was kind of just like going ape shit, throwing in whatever I could think of in there. Uh, I talked a lot about the clothes that he was wearing. And they described some kind of a laser whip. So I spent a very long time talking about the technical specifications of the laser whip which were just made up gibberish. But I sort of felt like it was okay because what I received was made up gibberish. So what I replied with was made up gibberish. And uh, then Terry Bisson wrote it. I did see the movie. And um, you, I guess you would think that having read the script and tried to novelize it, I would have a... I would have some insight into the movie, but I was probably just as confused as anyone else. That was a damn confusing movie. And by the time I saw it, I was like, yeah, you know what? I think it's now I know why I didn't understand this. At first there was some anger at myself of like, what you idiot, you blew it. You blew another job and all these, you know, Czech science fiction movies and stuff. You're never going to get another one of these, but maybe that's all right a lot of garbage in there so anyway it's kind of normal um, to have some elements of it that you have to puzzle out 
right? They give you a script. They don't necessarily tell you everything. And if you're lucky, you might get like a meeting where you can ask questions about what the hell is going on. So only problem with this slang list, though, is they didn't provide any kind of key. So I don't have any context. There's no, it's just a list of words that don't appear in Phantom of the Opera and apparently appear somewhere. Um, and I really don't have a way to know what they mean. <laughs> There's none of these words are in the Yo Teach book, by the way, which I, I think I should return um, because it mostly seems to be about teaching kids in poor neighborhood schools about how to not have babies. And it reads like a little eugenics-y for my taste. And any eugenics-y is too eugenics-y for my taste, okay? In a nonfiction context, anyway. I'm, I'm not real into that. You might, be, you might be listening, reading this memoir that I'm putting together and thinking, you know, I've got my ethical, my ethical blind spots. And I'm, I'm uh, misrepresenting myself here, but... Yeah, that's, it's a far cry from eugenics, okay? I, I will admit to my faults, but uh, promoting a eugenics program is not going to be one of them. <laughs>